Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to OKF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. The folks, in today's conversation, I chat with Sean Shaw, who is the founder of People Over Profits an organization in Florida that is seeking to wake people up to the electoral process and understand that, you know, the reason why we don't have the kind of rights and protections that we do is because guess what? We put profits over people on a regular basis. And Sean and I, who he is a a former Florida state delegate, will get into a conversation about what the Democrats are doing wrong in Florida. I opened up the conversation by talking about the fact that Florida was indeed a purple state. And he said, no, no, no. He's like, if you remove Miami-Dade, if you remove, you know, certain areas, he's like, basically, Florida is incredibly red and incredibly rural. And he's like, and incredibly old. And Democrats do not do a good job in talking to the older set, the retirees, who have enough money, by the way, to go down to Florida and to retire and to buy homes or go into a retirement village about the fact that, you know, Republicans take control and guess what's going to be gone? Their Social Security that they're living off of, their Medicare that is taking care of their elderly care. Why aren't we having those conversations? Sean will push back against me in talking about, you know, the fact that he believes that Democrats get caught up in the culture wars. And I say, I don't think that Democrats get caught up in the culture wars. They don't have a good comeback. And nor do they have a way to then pivot back to the ways in which Republicans are working overtime to take away your rights, take away your entitlements, and take away all of the things that Americans have earned. And so, folks, you know, as we continue to make the march to the midterm elections, 
as it stands right now, in some states, turnout is very high, but we don't know who these people are turning out for. Are they turning out for Death Santis, who is using Florida as a evil Petri dish to see just how many, you know, LGBTQ kids he can assault or how many voters he can arrest or, you know, how many, you know, white people he can celebrate while erasing people of color in the history books and, you know, pushing teachers out of the classroom. When you look at the numbers who's running for governor right now against him, he's in a comfortable spot, if you believe the polls. And I'm just like, the fuck, man? You people in Florida are underwater. Your homes have been destroyed. Climate change is going to engulf the whole fucking state at some point, And you are voting for a man who doesn't believe that climate change exists. Take out LGBTQ people. Take out women and abortion. Take out white grievance. Take out all of those things. And just think about your fucking bottom line. This is what I don't understand. But, you know, then I don't understand racist, right? Like, I don't understand the hate so deep inside yourself that you will vote against your own best interests just so you can ensure that people who you don't know, right, don't have any idea or understanding about, except for the stories that you've made up in your head, suffer more than you suffer. And that somehow means winning to you. I don't get it, but that's the reality that we're in. And so my conversation with Sean will unpack a lot of this and he'll provide some eye-opening ways into which we need to be thinking about the state of Florida and sowing the seeds, right? Because that's the thing that Democrats are not good at, which is sowing the seeds. Instead, they seed ground to the Republican Party when they've decided, oh, well, this is a red state and it's always going to be. Yeah, it's always going to be if you don't fucking invest in it. Right. If you don't actually give money to local folks that are on the ground that are doing the get out the vote, that are doing the messaging campaigns. Right. And I know that folks will say, well, Democrats can't be everywhere. Well, fucking Republicans are. They seem to be everywhere and doing just fine. It's the rest of us that are sitting around scratching our heads saying, how come people are not waking up to the ways in which Republicans are lying to the American people and have turned into a vicious cult? Well, because nobody is repeating that information to them day in and day out. And that's why we're here. So, you know, I hope that you enjoy this conversation with Sean. And if you are a Woke AF listener from Florida, please do in the comments section, let me know what you think about your red state, right? And whether or not you have some pointers that the Democrats could actually use in terms of what messaging does resonate with your neighbors and your friends, right? What messages will get through, that aren't being thought about right now. Because clearly if Death Santis is up in the polls and yet the state is underwater, he denied, you know, FEMA to other states, namely New York during Superstorm Sandy and then coming out with his fucking handout for the state of Florida. I'm just like, guys, there's got to be somebody better than this motherfucker. And so I want to know, what messaging do you think is going to resonate in Florida that Democrats have yet to utilize. Coming up next, my conversation with the founder of People Over Profits, Sean Shaw. In 
Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ricci is one of the latest shows on the TYT network and also the fastest growing news show in America. On his show, Dr. Ricci plays no games regarding policy, delivering a heavy dose of fact-based truth and penetrating analysis on all the top news stories focusing on racism, criminal and social justice, politics, police brutality, Karens, and much more. Listeners can also expect interviews with fascinating guests, political leaders, commentators, and even fiery debates with conservatives on a wide range of policy topics in the bullpen. It is an indisputable fact that you will love this show. Listen to Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ricci on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Folks, I am very excited to welcome to Woke AF for the very first time uh, Sean Shaw, which is what <laughs> I was practicing so that I would not <laughs> mess that up. So let me say that again. I'm very happy to welcome to Woke AF Daily for the very first time, Sean Shaw, who is the founder of People Over Profits and former Florida State representative and also nominee for Florida Attorney General. Um, Sean, before we get into your very, very special state, um, talk to us about what people over profits is. Uh, it's good to be here. Uh, I'm happy to be on here. As soon as I saw the title of the show, I knew it was one I wanted to be on. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, you know, after my attorney general's race in 2018, I wanted to stay involved. I wanted to have a vehicle to do things on issues that I cared about. And so uh, People Over Profits is a C4, and we spend a lot of time on ballot initiatives here in Florida, killing bad ones and trying to help good ones. And of course, we do a lot of support to candidates, Democratic candidates here uh, in Florida. And so it's just a way for me to uh, stay involved on issues that I care about, whether that's those are voting issues, uh, whether those are, you know, um, issues that have a disproportionate impact on Black folks. Those are ones that I really care about. you know, we have a, a redistricting issues here in Florida as well. So things like that um, uh, are ones that we like to be involved in, because uh, as you said, Florida, we got a lot of work to do in a lot of places. And so I wanted to remain involved and I wanted the freedom to be able to do what I wanted to do. Right. I didn't yeah. want to have to work through existing channels necessarily. I wanted to be able to do uh, work on issues that I cared about. So, you know, one of the things that caught my attention, right, which was a, a tweet that you sent um, after or or maybe actually during uh, Hurricane Ian, uh, which is if you are a Floridian, you should know every single one of your Republican Congress people and U.S. senators voted against FEMA aid for your state. And, you know, I want to lift that up because it is outrageous to me right? The state of Florida is essentially, you know, pieces of it are in Hurricane Alley. We have seen as climate change, as the climate crisis has gotten worse, that the hits are going to cost into the billions for this state. So what do you make of it, Sean, that all of these representatives at this state, which was once purple, right, which once has flipped blue, is still considered purple continues to elect people who are 
absolutely out to lunch when we are talking about the climate crisis and investments that need to be made in order to keep people safe. Well, I might have some bad news for you because I don't think Florida's purple. I think that's part of the answer. Damn. Okay. Um, And a purple state doesn't elect Ron DeSantis, uh, Marco Rubio, Rick Scott. Those are not moderate Republican politicians. Those are extremely right wing politicians. And I think we need to come to terms in this state. We keep trying to say we're purple, but look who leads us. Look who every statewide elected official is, except one that's a Democrat. All the Republicans that are elected statewide are not moderates, and they don't claim to be moderates, and they don't act like moderates. They they race each other to uh, be as conservative as they can. DeSantis is uh, shipping migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. That sounds like a moderate? No. So they are doing what you know, they believe the conservative playbook is, which is to lock down against anything that's democratic. And so if Biden wants it, if Pelosi wants it, if Schumer wants it, they don't. And so all the Republicans voted against uh, that bill that contained that FEMA money. But like you said, you you bite your nose to spite your face. And so now uh, I think it's the height of hypocrisy. Now they are all saying, man, I sure wish we uh, we need some more FEMA money down here. These people are hurting. Well, damn. You had a chance to actually vote to literally help those people, uh, and you took this partisan way out. And their excuse is, well, it wasn't a standalone bill, and yada, yada. People are sick of hearing that BS, right? Mm -hmm. That's Washington, D.C. speak. Those people in Lee County and Collier County whose house blew away, Mm -hmm. who have no house, who haven't had electricity for two weeks, they need to know that everyone who's a Republican that had a chance voted against more money for them in exactly a situation like this. That's what uh, we've got to keep lifting up and and make that message known because, you know, all the culture wars in the world don't make that fat go away. And that is what a lot of this culture war foolishness, at least in Florida, that they like to do is to make you try to forget about this other bad stuff we're doing over here because we're going to get y'all riled up about black folks We'll get y'all riled up about LGBTQ issues. We're going to get y'all riled up about migrants at the border. Florida ain't got no border, but we're going to get y'all riled up (laughs) about these other things. So you don't pay attention to the fact that your insurance is too high, that Florida is the most unaffordable country in the uh, state in the country to live in uh, and all these other things. So then, Sean, what is it that you think that Democrats are getting wrong about the state of Florida? Right. Because it's not as if. Y'all haven't had, including yourself, good candidates to run. So clearly the message or the messages are not penetrating to the people who need to be voting Democrat because they are, like you said earlier, you know, cutting off their nose to spite their face. So what are Democrats getting wrong about the messaging in Florida? I think a lot. Uh, I, I think the messaging needs to be based on pocket bush pocketbook economic issues. Uh, I think we're coming across as weird to the average person mm-hmm. uh, because we concentrate on things that they don't necessarily want to talk about all the time. Um, and just because you don't want to talk about race and you don't want to talk about gender issues doesn't make you a bigot or a foe. It just means I don't want to talk about that because I want to talk about insurance and I want to talk about my rent and I want to talk about why my more like I want to talk about those things. And I think sometimes we focus on issues over here, like the culture war issues, they get us so riled up and mad that we forget to pivot to the fact that people are paying, you know, DeSantis, under DeSantis, insurance rates have gone up, I think, 100 percent 
And I keep mentioning insurance because everyone pays that. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican, you don't like your insurance rates going up. And in Florida, we are especially sensitive to it because we're the highest in the country, all this beachfront property, all these hurricanes that hit. And I think that we need to concentrate on those issues. And I think we also, and climate change, that cuts across uh, a lot of aisles in Florida because in Florida, even Republicans want their water to be nice. And they, we have so many mm -hmm. beaches and springs and all those things. But I think sometimes people don't understand what Florida is, right? So mm -hmm. Florida is more than just Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach, Tampa, Jacksonville, Orlando. Florida is a lot of rural counties where Democrats get smoked. And we do very well in eight to 10 counties, mm -hmm. but there's 67 counties in Florida and we do very badly in the other counties. And we've got to figure out a way to get into that. And I think part of the messaging I just told you is the way to do it. But Think about who's moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. Florida has no income tax. We're one of the lowest tax states in the country. You know who's moving to Florida? Retirees that are escaping high taxes. Guess what you ought to be talking to them about? Medicaid. You ought to be talking to them about economic issues. Mm -hmm. They also don't come. They're not Democrats. Like people that are moving here are escaping high taxes. They're not our voters to start with, but you can get to them if you can convince them, look, Republicans have run the state of Florida for 20 years. What have they done? They've made it unaffordable. You know, they've spent money on everything but the environment. They've made the, you know, they've done all these other things that maybe you ought to give the Democrats a shot. But I think we spend a lot of time for, let me give you an example. You don't think critical race theory, the ban on it pisses me off and that's all I want to talk about? It is. It's, it's infuriating, it's frustrating, it's terrible, but I want to win elections too. So after I get done pointing out how bad critical race theory is, I need to pivot to an issue where I can connect with these people that I think may want to vote for me. And that's insurance and that's utilities and that's rent, and mortgage and those sorts of things. The Damage Report with John Idarola is one of the most popular shows on the TYT network that serves as your daily breakdown of the genuine threats and challenges facing our country and world. These days, we're confronted with an overwhelming sea of shocking, confounding, and devastating news stories. The Damage Report is your life raft, helping you navigate the day's news and understand the damage caused by the corrupt establishment, politicians, corporations, and everything in between. Join the Damage Report's notorious fan club, The Dragon Squad, where you become part of a fantastic community of progressives. Create a fun dragon nickname that fits your personality, collaborate, and participate in fun activities like voting for, the garbage person of the week, and much more. Listen to The Damage Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Let me push back a bit because the issue, I think, with regard to the culture wars and who is push, pushing, right, and, and, and lighting up and adding fuel to the fire are Republicans, right? And so you're, and I, and I agree with you because they are using the LGBTQ community, the Black community, the Latinx community, and others as their scapegoats for what it is that they're not doing and have no intention of doing. Mm -hmm. But when they bring these issues up, do you think that it is Democrats that need to address it and pivot or not address it at all? Because this is, because this is where I find the issue. If you have Ron DeSantis that is using Florida, for instance, as a Petri dish to test 
NAF policies that they want to see nationalized, like, for instance, the Don't Say Gay bill, and Democrats don't have a proper response to that, then are we just allowing them to run away again with the narrative? If we're, if like the state of Florida rallied together to allow, you know, felons who had served their time to be reinstated, to be able to vote. And then a bunch of Republicans in the, uh, in the state house decide, no, the people voted against the people voted for this. We don't care. We're overturning it. If we don't talk about the attacks on black voters in particular, right then like, are we missing the mark? So is there a way that you have seen or you see that we can do both and? Because I believe that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. No, I, I, I don't you, think you're we totally do. right. Yeah, no, you're right. It's pivot. You got to address it and pivot because if you don't address it, your voters are going to look at you like, well, what are we doing here? And right. Everybody is trash, but it is address it and pivot. And, you know, um, I, I do a lot of my uh, independent research in the black barbershop. And okay. so I test out a lot of these messages. And, um, you know, DeSantis is somewhat popular, as is Trump, which is very strange because they give them so much credit for economic stuff and they give DeSantis so much credit for reopening the state so fast. And so I asked, well, what about this critical race theory ban? Y'all cool with that? And they're like, no, it's bad. But I'm glad this barbershop was open. See, so that, you're, it proves, I think, exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. We got to we got to talk about the critical race ban, but we also got to pivot to the fact, well, he was he didn't give enough unemployment checks so none of y'all were able to keep your job if you got fired and you know 300,000 people died needlessly because he opened the state too that's you mm -hmm. gotta be able to do both like you said because uh, often it, it's it, you gotta be able to do both because if we spend too much time in one or the other I don't think we're, we're getting the job done but you do have to do both totally agree you know the 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 point of your organization right is to identify the fact that we are living in a time or have probably always been where profiteers, right, are able to create these kind of smear campaigns to come in and hoodwink the American people to falling for their rope-a-dope. You talked about Florida being, you know, the land of retirees, which we all know that, but you have a Republican party that is saying that we're going to take away your social, we want to end, you know, so quote unquote entitlements. We want to get rid of social security. We want to get rid of Medicaid. So in that respect, what kind of messaging do you think we need to have, right, in your state that gets people to pay attention? Because it scares the hell out of me, I got to tell you, that the Republican Party under Donald Trump was able to peel off 15% of the 15% of black males. That to me is terrifying. I don't know if that's just the alignment with white supremacy. I don't know if that's self-hatred. I don't know what it is. And maybe, you know, from your, you know, from your anecdotal research, because like I, I, for what I have never met those brothers and I don't know, and I don't think I ever will, but I'm concerned about the peel off, right? Because they're not actively trying to go after these groups. They're just trying to peel off enough to upset Democrats. I heard a comment in the barbershop again, that was fascinating to me. And it was one that I dismissed as soon as I heard it. But the more I thought about it, the more it worried me because I think there's some truth to it. And uh, there's a barber. There's a barber in the barbershop with a MAGA hat, literally. And, you know, sometimes the barbershop is just about trolling, you know. And I told the brothers, I wish we could just arguing about LeBron and Jordan like normal. I'm tired of talking about politics every time I come in here. But that's where it goes to. And this guy said, Sean, both parties treat black folks bad. 
Just mm-hmm. talk to me about the one that's going to do the most for my business and the mm-hmm. one that's going to help me build money the best. Both mm-hmm. of y'all got problems when it comes to treating black folks right. And I, of course, got defensive and I said, you know, well, Democrats have done this and da, 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 da. And when I got home, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I think that might explain the, some of that Trump stuff. Uh, and because, you know, all Trump tried to talk about, even though he didn't do it, was economy and wealth and that kind of stuff. But uh, it is scary. I'm, I'm like you. I'm scared. And, and if I had the answer to that in Florida, I'd be, I'd be a very rich man. But <laughs> I'm, con- I, I'm still convinced it is about economic issues at its core. Mm-hmm. And because, um, you know, I named my organization People Over Profits because, you know, my entire career has been built really on pushing back on corporate greed. I mean, mm-hmm. I, of course, I talk about mm-hmm. Black folks' issues a lot, but I am convinced that no matter who is in the White House or what party controls Congress, there's one group of people that are always going to be okay. Yep. That's corporate America. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what else is going on. A pandemic, so what? A hurricane, so what? Um, Brexit, a war in Ukraine, so what? They're always going to be okay. And so that is one of the things that I, that's why I named my organization what it is, but I just, in Florida at least, we have got to talk to people about, you know, tourism and uh, is the uh, driving force in our economy and the people that are moving here, are moving here because of the weather and because of the environment. And so you talk to them about insurance being too high. You can't afford to stay in your home on a fixed income if you're a retiree. You talk about, um, you know, you want to keep your golf course nice. You want to keep your beach house nice talk about things that matter to them what might not matter to them is public education mm. a lot of these people moving here i mean that's not gonna move them but that that is not gonna move them and and i know it seems like i'm i'm do, saying things that aren't naturally what democrats would do but damn it we got to do something different than what we've I, been doing so and this, that's what i'm gonna talk about I'm like, guns and public yeah. education and mm-hmm. the same old thing it ain't it ain't moving people and i'm convinced you got to meet people where they're at not where you want them to be and although we want people to be mad about public education, we want people to be mad about these things. I think what really is going to make people eventually sit up and, and listen is when, as you said, you know, these people are voting against your your program so that you've put in it all your life and now they're going to cut it off. You know, it's going to be more expensive for your home and, mm-hmm. you know, blah, 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 blah. And so it might not be a today or tomorrow thing, but I think that's how we start digging ourselves out of this hole. What do you think? And I, I just, I, with a couple of minutes I, I, I have left, I, I do want to ask. These always you, go fast. We talk about. Politics. I know. <laughs> I want to ask you um, uh, about a pivotal race, right? Which, it, which is Val Demings and, and and Marco Rubio, and you know they just recently had their debate. Val Demings, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, I see no choice uh, here, but apparently Floridians do. How do you think about? The like, how do you think that her line of messaging is actually working with Floridians? And what is it? Why are people attached to Marco Rubio? Like, what is it about this man that sh- Floridians cannot get rid of him? Nothing at all? about him. It's just the R. It's yeah. the R versus D. It ain't nothing specific to him. Now, DeSantis, if you ask me that question, there's specific reasons that people love him. But Marco is just he's just a Republican. And he happens to be from a part of the state where Democrats have to run up the score to win statewide. Like we have to win Miami-Dade by a lot of points to win statewide. And the fact that he is Hispanic from Miami-Dade makes it mathematically really hard for Val to pull it off. But 
Val's the best candidate I think we have this cycle in Florida. She's got the best shot of anyone because she's got the most compelling story. Like, you know, it's very hard to call a former police chief, uh, a former Congress, you know, a Congresswoman, it's very hard to make her weak. Now they run all these ads of, of her yelling and screaming and they probably darken, you know how they do, but yep, it's I guess very I hard to uh, make Val look crazy. But um, she's, I think she's doing well. One thing I do have a concern with though, is every ad I've seen talks about the police chief stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know why she's doing it because it inoculates her against what they're going to charge her with. But I'm not sure police chief language resonates great with uh, black folks and young folks. And I might want to see some ads that talk about some other some other things, but everything is chief, chief, chief. And I know why she's doing it, but even I cringe Yep. because uh, uh, I'm starting to feel some kind of way too about when I see my brothers and sisters being treated as they often are in police custody. So um, that's one little tweak that I might make. And um, But she's doing the best. She's raising money evenly with them, which is damn near impossible to yep. an incumbent. You know, Florida races cost 10 times anybody else in the country. So this is a 50, 75 million dollar race, something somewhere around there. Um, she's got the best shot. It's still going to be hard because it's that R versus D. Hmm. Well, Sean, I, I mean, I want to commend you for the work that you are doing uh, in, in your I'm state. Tired, sister, I, but, uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't I, I can't imagine because. I mean, I, I sit up here in New York scratching my head all the time, but I have family down, you know, in Florida, as as, as many people do. Um, and, and they're just they're dumbfounded with how to how, you know, people in their own communities just continue to vote against their own interests and how to permeate through, you know, that noise. Um, so for folks uh, from Woke AF who want to get involved, stay connected with you. Please tell us how they can follow you. Yeah, um, Sean, S-E-A-N, at SeanShaw.com. Um, people, ThePeopleOverProfits.org, I think, is the website, but email me is the best way to do it. And we're on Twitter, at S-S-H-A-W-F-L. And I'm easily found. And like, I like listen, I'm in Tampa scratching my head uh, about how to figure this out, but we got to keep at it because you know, DeSantis is going to be the leading contender for president. Uh, and so our problem yes. is going to be y'all's yes. problem in a minute. And so we got to figure this out. Um, and, you know, people are counting on us. And we people in Florida deserve a Democratic Party that has their shit together. And yes. we got to work on we got to work on that. One hundred and ten percent. Sean Shaw, thank you so much for making the of time course. to Thanks join Woke AF. Really appreciate you. Thank you. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. 